Welcome, Fiery Traveler. You have stumbled across a comedy chronicled of cranial confections, a frenzied fable of bewitching fiends, and enticing expose of eccentric evils. Should you brave ahead, you will find yourself lost, afraid, and cursed with everlasting knowledge of the terrible occult. Will you survive this journey? <laughs> that I cannot say. But I can say it will be the lore of horror. spend it on like fine art so that i could go throw soup at it ethan do you know about this thing <laughs> yes i yeah. i really i've really just been gearing up to talk to you about this thing about pretty the much the last two days the, it's so good ethan <laughs> and it's not good because there are some girls who threw soup at a painting although that is good by itself where was like, just, this like which museum was, did this happen in? Wherever wherever a Van Goghs are kept, so <laughs> I I don't know. A real Van Gogh or like yes, yeah, it's a Van it was Gogh. An, it, no, it was a Van Gogh friend. It was a real Van Gogh. Okay, where are those kept? Europe in museums <laughs> in Europe. Yeah, okay. well, I think it was. So it was like a British group. I okay, think. there we yeah, go. British so. museum. The well, it was the British. The the two girls that did it were British. The, yeah, that okay. British. that part matters less than the just like maybe it matters more maybe, maybe you need to understand the, the maybe they're protesting the deep the, the mummy deep cultural stuff oh my god do you, do you think so there's gotta be some people who are I like believe they were protesting climate change weren't they yeah but it was spurred really by imperialism obviously it spurred really by van gogh himself <laughs> yeah van gogh it was really confusing for me though because the the group that they're associated with is called uh, Stop Oil, and then they and then the headline I read said these people from Stop Oil threw soup at a Van Gogh, and I'm like, <laughs> are, is there a group that's against like oil paintings? <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea, and then I had to read it, and they're like, they threw soup at a Van Gogh that was priced at you know fifty billion dollars or whatever, and I was like, oh well, okay. I mean, they just destroyed some art. To make Except a statement they didn't. about the climate, and then it's like it was covered in glass, so there was actually no damage yeah. at all. And I'm like, what are we even talking about here? <laughs> Two people do destroy nothing, glue themselves to wall, which is also my favorite part of it because they just glued themselves. Did to they the use wall like super also. glue on their hand? That sounds. We were trying. Awful. We were trying to figure that out because <laughs> that's, that's the only hurt. thing that would. That's the only thing that could really work. Yeah. But like, yeah. But you like if you your flesh will on, peel off. Well, that's the thing. If you put super glue on your hand, it like dries like right away. Yeah. Because because it it uh like, fun fact, super glue it, like, dries it. when it gains moisture. So wow. the moisture the moisture in your hand dries it really fast. But then they should have glued their said, hands to the Van Gogh. Or uh use and then acid instead of soup. But I mean I love that the soup was a, a part pipeline of the and not the that's fucking true too. <laughs> Van Gogh. 
yeah, apparently some people's take is, oh, you care about the environment? Then why are you wasting food? You could have fed people with that. <laughs> it's <laughs> was, a can of soup. <laughs> it's, one can, it's one can of soup. Wow, you care about the environment? I can't believe you're wasting glue gluing yourself to a wall. We could have glued lots of flyers about how to stop climate change instead. I I said that the only truly effective method for gluing yourself to a wall is to glue your just like your dick and balls to the wall and then balls be like oh you you want to thank you friend and then if they want to remove you from the premises you know that you you'd be like oh remove my dick and balls from wall if gay dude and they'd be like whoa well i'm not gay so well if you say no homo before you do it it's okay that's a good point, Fran. So. That's why we invented that for scenarios exactly like that. For this exact yeah. scenario. Thank you, Van Gogh, for inventing the phrase no homo when it comes to touching dick and balls. Protecting and that's what us. they were protesting. <laughs> he was protecting us from the environmentalists all along. <laughs> Anyways, oh welcome God. to The Lore You Know, a podcast where some friends dive into the fantastical and often convoluted lore of media. Not Van Gogh paintings, typically, that we grew up with and love. And here to bring you the mostly correct facts about made-up things this week are me, Fran. Me, Ethan. And I'm CJ. I'm going to go protest this protest by throwing a Van Gogh into a soup factory. <laughs> uh. I, I want to hear how you tie this into our current topic. Give me I'm a sorry, we're protesting imperialism, remember? Uh. <laughs> the, the there is imperialism in the series so far. Um, yeah, there the whole is, West African flowers and things like that. And there's not any soup that I'm aware of or glue. It's it's actually kind of absurd that in all of Resident Evil, there isn't like one puzzle that's solved with like glue or like tape <laughs> or something. Like you just tape down a thing that keeps like opening <laughs> goofily. <laughs> Duct tape like, would have been a good have, item to have. Yeah, exactly. You always have to get these like cast iron like rods and and pulleys and shit to stop that from happening. It's like no, nah, just well, you know. To be sometimes fair, the first answer is the easiest answer. Raccoon City might have like originally been like built up in like the early 1900s, and like tape really wasn't a thing back then. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying is that so. tape kind of obsoletes a lot of stuff. So yeah, like, but like the they're just they're trying they to keep their with. historic charm right. and like bullshit yeah, I mean, puzzle <clears throat> nonsense. So they don't sure. allow tape in the city. It's like Singapore, where like Singapore doesn't allow like chewing gum in through customs and stuff like that. Yeah. They don't allow oh. duct tape in through the city borders. I mean, I didn't know that a lot a lot of these puzzles where you have to place the you know big symbol of a lion in there p could probably be solved with a large quantity of play-doh that you just kind of shove yeah. in but it's like mud also <laughs> not allowed through there. the borders All right. uh did you i i would imagine that there is a like do you know like old point and click video games brand are you mm -hmm. familiar with the concept yeah uh, so some of them were pretty good, but some of them people don't like as much because they have like solutions that are just crazy and mm -hmm. convoluted, mm -hmm. and you would have no idea. How would I you even if know if you didn't press tab right. thousands of yeah, times to see the highlighted item? Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. I think if we make a point and click game, one of the solutions of the puzzles will have to be to take a can of soup and throw it at a painting. Yeah, and then 
you have to know all of our background lore to even know that that's a thing that we were going to do. And it's going to make a lot of people angry, but I think it's going to be <laughs> worth it. And the fact that they're angry about it is what is going to be the message behind it, I, I mean, think. so. I think the important part is that if we do that, we get out the very first walkthrough for our game before anyone else. And then we have all of the explanations. Our... Dude, that's actually, that's genius. Like, that's exactly what other companies do. They make a problem and then they sell you the solution. We make a stupid video game that's way too hard. And then we sell them the solution. They have to subscribe to get it. Oh, we didn't do any sort of spookiness for the intro unless you think that climate change is spooky, which I do. But no, we're doing more lore of horror and we're back to Resident Evil. How could that be? We've gone through six whole Resident Evils. There couldn't possibly wait, wait, be no. enough and Resident Evils. And there was a reunion seven. in the sixth one. Was, oh, yeah, we went through seven because of zero. Yeah. Oh, there was a zero, and there was Revelations I talked about briefly, and there was Chronicles was <laughs> yeah, in there yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, we did but such yeah. a good job. We covered I can't, so many. Yeah, there's a reunion at the Resident end. Evils. It must have been I, the clip show one. Yeah, so, like, it's got yeah, to We're done, yeah? I... I can't believe it. No, unfortunately, unfortunately, or well, I guess fortunately, <laughs> if you love Resident Evil as much as I do, obviously talking about it for consecutive 10 hours. God, I no. wish we were done. <laughs> Could have just played the games. <laughs> no, we have more to discuss. Uh, we will be moving on from Raccoon City. We're going to find out what happened uh, to Joe Valentine, right? And Carlos. And West Africa. I couldn't fucking honestly tell you what happened to those two people. They should have been in six, right? Right, right. I did, Especially I as a pairing. Not, it's all pairs, right? So Jill with Carlos would have been dope. I didn't even see a reference to them in, as, in all of my research of Resident Evil 6. I was just, I don't know, man. But no. Uh-huh. Uh, we are going to, instead of trying to figure out what happened to Jill, that's boring. Carlos, I'm sure he's out fucking literally everybody. No. Mostly probably uh, Jill. We are going to need a new character, a strong character who actually is very milk toast and has no personality because oh, it's this, you. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's a self-insert. Yeah, it's the it's some sort of player character. No, I meant it's you, Ethan. It's yeah. you. Oh, yeah. oh, oh shit. It's Ethan. Ethan, you're in Resident our, Evil. Yeah. Our new our new hero in order to tackle Resident Evil 7 and 8 is none other than Ethan. It is Ethan Winters. We are not even going to talk about a virus today, Fran, because viruses are so 2010s and before, okay? This is Resident Evil 7, which also came out in the 2010s, but later in the 2010s. Oh, so, okay, question. Because since Resident Evil 6 was just chaos and who knows what happened. I think it um, made sense, but sure. uh, How long, one, what was the reception to that game? And two, how long between Resident Evil 6 and Resident Evil 7 was there like a gap? Because I remember, Every- wasn't there like that PlayStation demo or something? Or am I thinking Silent oh, Hills? That's Silent Hill. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, because uh, I thought there was the like a demo Res- for Resident Evil Seven Two or something. Resi- with Resident Evil Six oh, was, was not well received. It practically sunk the series. There was one game in between Six and Seven that was this like episodic. I think it was handheld only at first. Mm. Uh, on and, like the PSP Vita or something. Yeah, like <laughs> Revelations 2 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I used the old characters again. 
Uh, yeah, the Revelations series were all the like background stories. That's where I got all the little like snippets of people like finding out little clues and stuff. But no, the uh, Resident Evil Six came out in 2012, and then it took them five years to come out with another game after that with no with no character relation to the first one because we don't we they ethan winters isn't like a i've always been around kind of guy ethan winters is just a brand new person although it so it does happen in the same universe and that's true they don't ever mention i don't well i haven't played the games but i don't they don't really like mention uh zombies really at all in the resident evil 7 Mm. Um, the 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 demo that you're talking about was the it was basically just the first part of the game. Oh, okay. Uh, where you you go in and uh, people thought it was gonna be a ghost game. Yeah, I remember uh, it just being really th- hyped. Yeah, they thought it was the gonna demo. be a haunt. They thought it was gonna be a haunted house game because they thought there was ghosts in it. Um, and actually, in the uh, there's a there's a sequence where you play as the cameraman to a videotape that you find. Uh, and okay. I guess there's a small chance that if you look at the right place at the right time, you do actually see a ghost, uh, where like you have to like look in the, in a window at a certain point during mm-hmm. the thing. So it's kind of an Easter egg. Like you're not necessarily supposed to see it, but it, it got this like creepy pasta thing going on where mm-hmm. everyone was like, I, my, I booted up my version of resident evil seven demo edition version 3.26 and at timestamp 47 seconds into the cameraman sequence you can see there's a, a ghostly visage that appears in the mirror in oh. the in the bathroom the- uh, I don't know if anyone else can <laughs> verify if this is correct but I sure am shivering in fear the, the copy pasta thing does not work as well when it's in a horror game. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I was playing Resident Evil and there was a really scary thing. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. 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 It happens. Okay. I booted up my version of Sonic.exe and it was like Sonic, but something strange was happening. <laughs> he went so fast. <laughs> he was scary and then he had his photorealistic eyes. Oh. Uh... <laughs> No, <laughs> you think you're thinking of the movie before they, uh, <laughs> they swapped it up. Uh, I would love some co- if you've got if you've got any creepy pastas <laughs> about the Sonic the Hedgehog, but specifically the movie one, please send them to me at Spices with. <laughs> but the original movie yeah. one, right? The original. I booted up my favorite one. copy of Sonic Adventures. <laughs> But it wasn't Sonic from Sonic Adventures. It was Sonic from the movie, but before they changed it. <laughs> That's the title of the creepypasta. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's start in with Ethan Winters then, okay? Okay, what's we, up? We have right, Ethan, tell to, us. We made What'd it to Resident Evil 7, <laughs> and we have a hard reboot on the series. We are not going to do any more goofy fucking punching boulder things. We're not going to have all these complicated storylines. It's going to be real straightforward. When were we punching Ethan, boulders? That was in 5, Fran. We talked about that. Chris what? punches boulders. Oh, that's Fran. That's right. I'm Fran, sorry. When, you, when you're talking about punching boulders, I immediately thought of the JoJo episode of where he was punching the rock yeah. underneath Hell the frog. Yeah. The frog was now, fine. 
That's what we've I was thinking enough, of. I didn't think it was Resident Evil. We've done enough episodes where Fran is officially confusing the lore <laughs> between things, which is exactly what I wanted. I wanted her to think that literally everything is JoJo. Everything's a JoJo reference. That's right? why we did it so early. Ethan Winters gets a a mysterious message from his girlfriend. Uh, oh. his wife his wife actually. Oh. Uh, but she has been missing for quite some time. She travels for work. Uh mm. and she hasn't come back home and he has gotten really worried about her and he sends her a message that's like, "Hey baby, I'm thinking about hey. you. Don't worry about me." Hey, are you are you cheating on me? I just it's okay uh, just, if you are. I'm super beta, like, but like everyone says that they're traveling for work when they're actually going to like a fuck island or whatever the I thought it was just their second family. Yeah, or that. Uh, which I mean, a, a female with a second family, I that's empowering. So I support that. <laughs> Uh, that sounds exhausting, though. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, then he gets a second message from her uh, where she is in a scary place. And she's going, Ethan, I'm in a bad, uh, it's, so, it's so bad here. I need your help, please. Uh, and then it cuts out. And somehow from this message, he is able to deduce that she's in Louisiana. Oh, uh, this is so all that's in the bayou. This right? one's in the bayou, friend. Down there in the bayou. Down there going to Dubai. You going there, they say the spooky town. I say they, they go by. Um, to they anyone from by. Louisiana, I apologize for CJ's impression. Uh, to uh, anyone from it? Louisiana, hello. We're your neighbors <laughs> to the north in a way. We're not neighbors <laughs> technically, but we're down the road. Thanks for listening. Uh, I like a- your stay. I like your state. I want to go there, but it's, I am poor. It's Sorry. not a it's not a Louisiana accent. It's that one guy from uh, the Water Boy. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why do? No, it's uh, it's called Creole, I think, Fran, and it is. Uh, I just did it perfectly. I know. Uh-huh. How to speak it. Okay. Uh, but they're going down there to the bayou because he has a tip on where his wife uh, was last known to be headed. Uh, and so he, being a good and loving husband, drops everything he's doing and goes to find Mia. That is the name of his wife, Mia Winters. Ethan goes down to the bayou and finds a spooky mansion. Some sort of resident of residence of evil, perhaps. Hmm. Mm. We're back to we're back to our roots a little bit, Fran. They wanted to just do a spooky mansion with a bunch of goofy contraptions inside of it, and uh, a guy going through there for some reason who isn't a secret agent with the police trying to take down an international pharmaceutical organization. Just trying to find not, his wife. He's a wife. He's just, he's just a boy trying to get a nut. So move so that butt. His wife question. is actually trying to double cross an organization so that she can make buco dinero. Mm, that doesn't sound right, friend. Uh, so hey, hey. Uh, question. <laughs> so <laughs> is this series still called Biohazard in Japan, uh, or did they switch to the Resident Evil naming because the uh, the pun of it is a residence that has evil in it works with the american release and i can see that but if it but this is made by a japanese company right now well see the 
the joke still works because all of Louisiana is a biohazard. Uh, no, Fran, you are concerned that there is not going to be any. I need a good pun. Well, so <laughs> it I, works in multiple languages. If you if you really want to know, I didn't really talk about this, but uh, every every Resident Evil, or it's called in Japan a biohazard. Uh, when they say biohazard, they are referring to the BOWs, the the bioorganic weapons, oh. uh, as the biohazards. Okay. So it's it is kind of a pun because a biohazard is usually like a dangerous thing, like poison or whatever, mm-hmm. or toxic waste. Mm-hmm. But these are biohazards. They're hazardous things that are biological. They're okay. bioweapons. So, so that's the pun there. For this particular game, Biohazard 7, they are referring to the fact that the Louisiana swamps are a biohazard. <laughs> Fran, I think you're, I think as always, you're trying to get too far ahead of yourself and you're getting too baited by Ethan's funny repertoire. <laughs> all right. All you need to know is that the, this young Winters couple wants to be reunited and they are now in a spooky house in Louisiana. Okay. Also, it's not really important that's in Louisiana, but actually it is. I kind of want to know what the Japanese it. dub, like the Japanese voice acting of this game sounds they go, like. They go, don't Do buy. they try like a southern accent for the I don't think so. Or anything. I don't <laughs> it's really funny, too, because uh, everyone was going into this game wanting to be super critical of it, right? Because it came off the back of Resident <laughs> Evil 6, and they're like, ah, it's going to be shit. Resident Evil's bad now. And uh, I have seen people point out that like the lip sync is bad. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, it was in Japanese originally. My, my friend, yeah. my brother in Christ. Uh, but. All right. So uh, how long is it going to take for Ethan to find Mia? Do you think, Fran? He's got a whole video game to do it. Um. So he shows up in the swamp. There's a big house mm-hmm. in it, right? I yeah, imagine so he, he, she's probably like within one of the inner rooms. So it'll take about he, an hour finds, and a half of gameplay, probably. He finds like a, a car with her uh like ID ID and stuff outside. Okay. Yeah. So he knows so he knows she's that like in she's there. there. Yeah, so yeah, probably about a, an hour of gameplay, I'd say. Uh it's like twenty minutes. You just sort of pop in and you're like Mia, I've been looking for you. And she's like, no, you should not have come, Ethan. And he's oh. like, you told me to come. But you told you, me, yeah, what? <laughs> you idiot, you fucking fool. And she's like, no, get out of here, Ethan. You don't know what you're doing. Uh, and then I she turns- I clearly don't because in- you don't communicate with me. Our relationship <laughs> yeah. is in danger. Yeah, Miscommunication game- really is the root of all problems. <laughs> yeah, the rest of the game is just this, this married couple- like arguing and trying to work their way through, and there's a good ending and a bad ending. Bad ending is divorce. The good ending <laughs> is divorce, but a healthy divorce. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, no. The uh, Ethan goes into the house and finds Mia pretty quick, and she's acting very strange. Mm-hmm. And as they are talking with each other and she's like get out of here she becomes very witch like <laughs> oh. and she's like oh Ethan I am absolutely going to fuck you up man and then Ethan's like what no no don't do that and she's like but I'm gonna and so she she comes at him and is uh attacking him with like knives and there's oh. a chainsaw at one point what? 
and oh. she is she's that's like a Ethan. hardcore domestic dispute. She's like, Ethan, do you think you could give me a hand? And then she cuts off his hand. Uh, oh. And so for the rest of the game, you don't have a left hand. It's just a stump. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's also very funny because this, this game does not have uh, plant healing. I mean, it does. Uh, but the, the thing that you make with your plants is a, it's like a liquid a little bottle of like antiseptic stuff. Mm. And so she cuts off your hand and then you just sort of dump some juice on it. And it's like, <laughs> all right, I guess you won't bleed to death you now. Cauterized. You'll be fine. I, uh, I, is this another of the mecha game mechanics as storytelling where they're like, how can we justify not having a gun and the flashlight out at the same time? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> what if we just hand. take away one of its hands? Don't, don't you too worry about it. Well, after fighting with Mia, uh, Ethan is tossed around a bunch, loses his hand. He tries to escape, uh, but is unsuccessful and he gets knocked out. And then he he wakes up and he is at a uh, a dinner table. It's some sort of uh, banquet detestable. Uh, it is you know the the classic horror movie thing of like a family sitting around a table to eat dinner, and there's like you know shit and guts and and Ew. blood and like dead rats and all the stuff over it. And he's like. Uh, he's, he's with a family now. There is, uh, an older gentleman, a, an older woman. There is a, a, a boy, not like a small boy, but like an adult son. Adult boy. And, and there is a very old woman, a wheelchair bound granny. And, and the father's there and he does speak like Louisiana. He's like, well, boy, you gonna eat with the family if you gonna be part of the family. And then uh, he wants you to eat all this gross, like, piss and shit and stuff. Um, and, that's just and that's classic Creole cooking right here. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Creole, Creole cooking is very delicious. But uh, the, the implication being that if he eats all of this garbage, then he becomes part of their gross family. And, I mean, they're a family, but they're all, like, they're all fucked up and stuff, right? Like they all have a sort of uh, almost zombie-like appearance, but they're uh, not zombies. They're talking and interacting and, uh, okay. and doing all that stuff. So they're Los Plagas. Could be Los Plagas. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, of course, Ethan, uh, who looks down and see that he has a new hand. Oh, that's uh, nice. And it's it's attached to his wrist by some like Frankenstein like big. Big sutures, big staples, kinda. Yeah. Uh, and now he's wearing like a monitor, I guess, like a like a Fitbit on okay. his hand. Uh, okay. But he's got a new hand, so don't worry about that. He's got two hands again. Uh, and That's nice of them. So all of this weird stuff apparently happened while he was unconscious. Uh, but he does escape the dinner table and runs away, and then the big pop pop says, "Now, boy, you better get back here and and eat with the family." Uh, How do you escape you, a dinner table? Does he just leave? Or uh, Ethan's, he, he makes Ethan's a polite like, excuse that he's able to just kind of get up and a ways away. Ethan, yeah, he's like, uh, I have to go to the bathroom. Like, oh, but but of course, Southern hospitality dictates that we must be hospitable. Uh, no, that is not the the case. Uh, I think Ethan's stronger now. Uh, 
either that or he was really pulling his punches when he was fighting against his wife i don't probably think he didn't was want fighting to hurt his, his wife yeah well he did accidentally shoot i guess i didn't mention this while they were fighting he accidentally shot her kind of i mean he was defending himself yeah but he shot her in the head oh uh and then uh she did the fake out die thing where she falls over and then she gets back up and she's like yeah you you break my heart and then he pulls out his heart or whatever no not that but oh. uh, uh the same sort of thing with the dad as we'll see because after you escape the dinner uh he chases you around and you like set him on fire and you shoot him a bunch and Saint Diane. He, he does he does the general thing with Nemesis where you just keep killing him and then he just keep doesn't dying. Every uh, time you think that he's died, he comes back and his accent is just a little thicker. <laughs> <laughs> he is uh he definitely gets the shit kicked out of him a bunch. And there are some deaths that are like you burn him to ash. Like he is he disintegrates. You you wesker yeah. him as it were. Uh but the dad is one of the reoccurring enemies that just keep on coming back. No matter how many times you kill him. So this is not going well for Ethan. He is stuck inside of this house and all of these crazy people that he can't seem to kill want to uh, indoctrinate him, I guess, or make them part of their weird, perverse family. Uh-huh. And it's all very challenging it's sometimes marriage is challenging sometimes you go to try and save your wife from a bayou family and they uh, uh it just turns into a whole fucking you know that's your whole evening but uh the the family consists of jack the dad marguerite is the mama uh lucas who's the adult son and the old lady whose name we do not know she's just the old old granny uh, let's see. So after Ethan escapes from the from Jack the first time, he gets a call on the telephone in the house. He answers the telephone, and it is a mysterious woman's voice. Uh, she says that she wants to help Ethan escape. Uh, and get Mia out if he really wants to. But if he's going to do that, they got to work together. Of course, he needs to work with this person that he's never seen before and he's like well i don't have a lot of options mm -hmm. uh she she eventually uh reveals herself to be zoe baker they're all the bakers this is the baker family oh okay. uh, and she says that she's zoe baker making her another member of the baker family specifically the daughter the daughter baker mm -hmm. um, i i've been so like shell-shocked from resident evil 6 i was just waiting for you to say like and she Ada reveals Wong? herself to be Ada Wong. I was yeah. going to say, a lot of people thought it was going to be like Jill Valentine or something, like before they beat the game. They're like, oh, a mysterious woman's voice who knows a little too much about the situation. It's got to be like Jill or Claire or someone. Nope. nope it's, just Zoe, it's just Zoe Baker, the daughter Baker. Uh, <laughs> she is, as, as she goes on, um, you know, she kind of calls you throughout the video game. She refers to the Baker family as being molded. And oh, gross. Uh, and she says that Mia has also been molded and brought into the family. And if Ethan wants to help her, he needs to listen to what she has to say so that he can 
uh, he can remove her from the family because apparently there's a bit of a process to it. Uh, like, and so she's going to help like walk mold, him through mold. that. Like, so now like, instead of like a parasite or a virus, we've got mold. Mm, do we now have people? do we now have a new thing, Fran? Is it Ugh. mold? It's gross. Yeah, the whole house is all gross, kind of. I mean, it's 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 the bayou, Crepid. so it's really moist, right? Yeah, that, like that's where mold grows. Moist yeah, exactly. Places. Moist. But yeah, I don't know. I I would think that the wife is too far gone when she's at the shot in the head and gets back up phase. Yeah. Well. I don't know. Uh, I mean, she was cognizant enough to like call him at one point, re- somewhat recently. So it's true. She's like fighting back. There's there's this sort of internal battle. It would seem with the mold. Mm-hmm. But we we will continue to go forward. So Ethan is now going through the spooky mansion, Resident Evil style. You know how it is, and he. How big is, is this mansion? Is it like? It's very big. Is it, it like is a plantation a, house kind of thing, uh, or no? It's or just a large it's, house. It's like a. I mean, there's no like unifying theme. It's a ranch style house, but it's it has a lot of extensions like that most houses don't have. Okay. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a stellarium and a greenhouse, you know? <laughs> so it's a uh, house that the people living there just kept doing additions to. And I do, like, it I does seem that way. Room. And yeah, it, it does, it, it does seem Probably like not that. up to code, you know? Well, definitely not anymore. <laughs> and I mean, it was in the bayou, so it's not like it was a plantation house, right? Okay. It's, it's, literally, it's literally built in a swamp. Like, okay. it is not... It so is. this isn't like a nice mansion. It's like just a large house. It's large. Many rooms. It could, yeah, it could have been nice at one point, but it is definitely all busted up now. Okay, all moldy and and Gross. and evil. Resident evil. An evil residents. Yeah, indeed. Uh, so Ethan's going through the house. Uh, you know, progressing, trying to get the ingredients necessary to cure the mold. Uh, which are conveniently all in the house somewhere. Yeah, that's oh, nice. That's good. Oh, he doesn't feel and anyway. uh, just uh, just as a little throwback for you guys, I don't know all the ingredients, but I do know that one of the ingredients is the uh, mummified arm of a different person who was molded. So, uh, you do grind up mummy and eat it in this game. <laughs> so oh, nice. Uh, Imperialism so making yeah, its comeback. So that is good. So that's. <laughs> That's like an important part of the process is having arms chopped off. Uh, I mean, I get maybe it's like a narrative choice to be like, you could be this guy, maybe, or maybe you put his arm on you like a Frankenstein. And see, I don't know, man. It's just, it didn't have to be the arm. <laughs> they just need a sample of a person who got molded, like a specific mold okay, that was inside of one of the people. And then he finds that person, but you know, they're all dead and molded. So mm-hmm. it's basically just a mold mummy. And you just mm. pull their arm off, Ooh. grind it up, Ugh. eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you, you have run-ins with all of the different, uh, Baker's family. Uh, Marguerite has control over, like, flies. She has, like, a, she has, like, fly powers where they all come out of her, like, a big nest. 
I don't think I'm watching no. you play this game. I'm just gonna. No. But if oh, you well, want to not... go to Twitch.tv slash Cooking with Spices and there you go, friend. Now we're now we're branding. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. I'm invigorated by the brand <laughs> deals. Uh, so you can watch CJ play this game sometime, but this sounds a little too disturbing for my taste. <laughs> Lucas, who is an epic gamer, never actually, you never actually like fight him. He makes like a saw room for you to like escape from. <laughs> he, he likes little tricks and puzzles. Uh, so you have to fight him indirectly. And His then dad of course- dad is so disappointed in him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then of course there is Jack who, like I said, you are killing several times in several different arenas and he just keeps coming back more and more crazed every single time you fight all the members of the baker family and then you finally have all of the ingredients necessary to make a a cure a cure for the mold um but through the course of events you only have enough to make one cure for the mold mm -hmm. but there are two ladies both mia and zoe desire the oh. the mold cure well, there's uh, Zoe then. If she's Zoe's is the call coming from inside the house? Yeah, you meet up with Zoe in the flesh. Uh, oh. And then there's the video game moment when the two ladies are standing next to you, both looking at you, and you just have one vaccine vial uh -huh. betwixt <laughs> them, and you have to choose which of the two ladies you're going to cure. You give it to uh, your wife, right? You, you, can you can choose not to. She did try to kill you. Uh, she, that and wasn't Zoe her never, fault. And she, Zoe never she tried to kill you. Probably not on a business trip that long. She was probably out there cheating on you. So I mean, with the mold. I I with, don't with the mold. I don't know why they give you a choice in this game. It's very strange, and there is a canonical choice because Resident Evil Eight happens. Uh, but it doesn't matter. You can choose to to cure Zoe and leave your wife in the lurch if you want to, but that is not the ending that we are going to do because that is not the Oh, does the this have multiple endings? Ending. Yeah, but depending on who you, who oh, you cure. okay. Uh, but you cure Mia uh, of, her, of her mold, and now the two of you can bounce. Uh, the only thing keeping you there was the fact that she was molded, and now she, she's got that antifungal inside of her, so she is good to go. Mm -hmm. Uh, but before she's good to go, we need to have a flashback. Why is Mia here? How did mm -hmm. she get molded? Yeah. What is going on with this place? Well, there's a questions. secret. There's a secret shadow organization, and it's <laughs> called the Connections. It's different from the other ones. <sighs> it's a it's different not, shadow organization. It's Hold not on. the family. It's okay. not Umbrella. Okay. It's not well, Neo Umbrella. Organization. Okay. It's not the shadowy organization that Ada Wong works for. Maybe. So it's not Tricel. As far as it's not Tricel, it's just called the Connections. Okay. Oh so it new could shadow still organization. Be the shadowy organization that has no name. It is. Uh, I mean, it's a shadow. It could be. It's a shadowy organization that wants to make the next generation of bioweapons. So uh, I don't know. There's a lot. The connections. <laughs> the connections. It, it's not a. <laughs> that, all uh, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say right now that it isn't that old uh, shadowy organization that has no name because that's such a like 21st century millennial title for yeah. a company. 
Yeah. Is we're the connections. We're, we're the just connection. trying to bring people together and kill them with bioweapons. <laughs> Nothing brings the people true... together like a molded family. Was, yeah, the true <laughs> connections are the ones that we engineer biologically to make you follow our orders. When you're here, your family. Yeah. Uh, Turns out Olive Garden's the front. Oh. Well, at the very least, at least when they make bioweapons, they also make substances called necrotoxin, which I guess exists to defeat each of the bioweapons they make. So they, Okay, you know, so they make that. the antidote? Technically? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. They did it for the other ones, too. All right, well, <laughs> we need to... Okay, new shadow um, organization, the connections. Yeah, we, Just, we need to, so his we wife need works get, for them? We need to get a little weird now. We, this one hasn't been super weird, uh, and it needs to get stupid. So, Mia does, in fact, work for the Connections, for a shadowy organization sake. which is creating bioweapons. Specifically, they are working on a bioweapon that could be used to control the minds of the victims that they are under the influence of. I thought they figured this out with Lost Plagos and the Dominant Plagos already. Like, yeah, on, but that this was, was like a decade ago. That was the previous generation of bioweapons, and oh, those okay. kept getting blown up by Chris Redfield or Leon or whomever. So, this is the next generation, and it's made of mold. Grimy mold gets up in your brain, makes you think things that you don't think you'd ever think in your whole in all your days. But you think them now because you think different. You think them now because you're thinking mold. But Mia's working for this. She said that she was on a babysitting job when she sent him the message, being like, "Don't worry about me. I'm just off doing my babysitting. It's all going great." And then, but her cover-up career is working at a at a quote trading company that's her that's her like cover story is and she, she babysits on the side quote tra- i get i guess fran you know she's got the hustle grind set but actually guess what she's a researcher for the connections working uh. in bioorganic weaponry research specifically the mind control mold are we can we uh. all agree to that can we can yeah. we together come and accept this? She's just, I still, yeah. I still just the babysitter I need to cover know, is just for, again, like as an Ethan, I have a personal investment in this. Why'd she have to lie to her hubby about that? Why can't about you just the secret honey, mind honey, control I'd st- research? I'd still love you if you were a researcher. Like and your yeah, job she could sounds just very boring. I'm not gonna ask you more about it. You don't, need, you don't need most, to tell me that you most, babysit. You can just say you're a researcher. It's okay. Yeah. Well, I think she works for a top. She works for is, a top secret or shadow is it organization. Because, so. Is it because you were worried I would feel threatened if you made more money than me? Because it's it's okay. It's <laughs> it really it's the modern era. I mean, I, she that. apparently makes enough that Ethan Winters can be a stay at home husband. So. <laughs> I'm sure he has a job. It just never comes up. Who? Uh, what job is gonna let anybody leave on such short notice for days at a time without like? He's he went on a he took sabbatical to go find his lost <laughs> wife. Who can just take wife? a sabbatical? I mean, what job? I, I I like to think if you have a good boss and you come to your boss and you say, so listen, yeah. my wife told me that she was off on a babysitting trip and she's not actually there. 
and Man. she's she been me gone for she's months in now. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be like, say no more, Ethan. Go find your <laughs> cheating on you wife, so you can go, go find your clearly cheating yeah. on you wife. Yeah, take some I, time I, off, process I'm it, on, go to therapy, uh, hit the gym, delete Facebook. You know, I'm on, <laughs> well, you're I'm on Ethan's side with this. All right, so Mio, Mio works for the connections as a researcher for the next generation of bioorganic weaponry that's going to do mind that's going to do mind control. So this corporation is not they have like no uh good reason to do this. They don't have a mission statement. They, they are evil. Like this is an evil organization, oh. which you know because the the weapon that they create is manifested in a young girl named Evelyn who they specifically created as a young girl so that she would be disarming and people um. would accept them, accept her into their homes and such, and then she could start doing mind control on them. And they, they were like, no one's going to think that a little girl is a, is a weapon, so let's make that into a weapon. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and they do that. They make mm. Evelyn. Evelyn is a little girl that they created by injecting a baby with the mold. Mm. And uh, they did some other science stuff to make her age faster. So she went from being a baby to being a, a little girl. And uh, and this was all part of Mia's work, I guess. And so they're like, Mia, we need to transport Evelyn uh, from the research facility to elsewhere, I guess. Okay. Uh, we want and we want you to go we want you to go with them and uh and make sure that she gets there. And I guess Mia said she was doing babysitting because she was <laughs> watching this kid. I don't know why she needed to put like a weird half truth in there to <laughs> to make it make sense, but she wanted uh, to be honey, caught. I never I never lied to you, honey. Uh, I, never, I, I, I was I was, I was, ba I was babysitting a child technically. Uh and yeah, she has the ability to infect other people with the mold and uh, then can exert mind control over people who have been infected. Uh, so that's kind of neat. Okay. But she is taking her over the sea, over the great sea, the Atlantic Ocean, uh, back to Europe. Mm. And, and uh, while this is happening, a powerful storm hits their boat. Uh, and what do powerful storms do? That's right. Sweeps up boats into the Gulf of Mexico, specifically up onto the Louisiana coast. Hmm. No. No. Yes, it does. If they're it traveling does actually, from America Fran. to Europe, why in the world are they anywhere near? They were swept off course storm. by a storm. From the Atlantic Ocean into the Gulf of Mexico. It all connects. No. Fran. Louisiana That's is not how there. currents work. They went around the Horn of Florida into <laughs> Louisiana. And uh, they are Also, why didn't into, they just take a plane? Uh, uh, boats are technically safer. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess we're seeing well, now. Uh, but... Uh, in the in the chaos, Evelyn decides to do a murder on everyone in the boat. Uh, but she has grown quite fond of Mia uh, and sees her as something of a mother figure. Mm -hmm. And so she, instead of killing her, she just molds her a little bit and then a little uh, bit. 
exerts her mind control on her so that she kind of becomes her her mom protective mother figure. Okay. Uh and that is how that is how Mia initially got molded. Mm. Well, the two of them, as I said, have been washed up to the Louisiana shore, obviously. See, it was important that they were at the bayou because it's, you know, near the ocean, you know? Okay. And then oh. and then they come across <laughs> a nice, charming little family, the Baker family, and their lovely little home. And, of course, seeing a young woman and uh, her daughter in distress uh, invite them in and take care of them and do everything they can to to bring them back to health. But while they're doing this, Evelyn, who is a child who was kind of robbed of her childhood and never really had a family, is driven by this desire to kind of create a family, like a, mm. a pseudo family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Her found so family. She, She's assimilating the bakers into her family by infecting them with the mold and exerting mm-hmm. her mind powers over them in yeah. order to make her little play family. To so, be fair, that is Evelyn's only known ways to make connections with others because of her true. traumatic upbringing. So. It's also a magic power I, she has. Yeah. Yeah. I, so does that mean that at the dinner... The bakers were all eating shit and guts just because Evelyn thought it would be funny, so she made them do that. Well, <laughs> I, presumably they can't go out and get food because she doesn't want them to leave, and they don't actually need to eat. They're sustained by the mold. Yeah, so that's so, what I, so they were like. So yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. like, yeah, she, giggling she, yeah, to herself. Yeah, it, no, it's like when little kids make like Play-Doh food and they want you to eat it, and like you're supposed to like pretend to eat it, but kids don't know that you're pretending. So if they were mind controlling you, if you were at a tea party with a little girl and she was mind controlling you and she just had like mud, like it was like oh, mud cakes. Pu- yeah. Look, it's pie. Have some pie. Some even. chocolate and you're just like, pie. Nom nom nom. Very good. Thank you for this. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, what else is happening while this? Well, remember that little throwaway line I said that when they created Evelyn, they made a small child and they put it in a baby, but they needed it to be a little girl, so they aged her up really quick. Yeah. Well, apparently that's just a process that keeps going because she is oh, still aging very rapidly. Oh. And do you remember the one character we haven't talked about yet that I brought up earlier? Old lady, you lie. It's I, I, I threw a little trick in there. The old granny. It was Evelyn the whole time. She's an old lady now. She was there pulling the strings the whole time, looking at Mm. you silently. She, uh, (laughs) so you do see her in the mansion every once in a while when you're running around, and she's just like sitting there limply, uh, not moving. She doesn't like attack you or anything, but her head will follow you as you Uh. move through the mansion. So you can like see her like looking at you the whole time. That is unpleasant. Um, Evelyn actually made Mia call for Ethan because mm. she desired a a father figure to go along with Mia's uh, mother figure, and so she wanted him to come so that they could uh, she could make them into more mold. Okay, uh, which was which was her plan the whole time. Uh, but now she is an old lady and she is controlling everyone with the mold. And every time, so it's, we're, we're going to get more mold lore, but the mold seems to be able to bring people back to life. 
even if you kill them completely, uh, okay. like Jack, so, Jack was completely destroyed several times, and he keeps coming back and has all the memories that he had from the last fight. Isn't uh, that he, some type of? Isn't there some kind of ant in the ant in the world? Yeah, the that, mind like, control ants. Yeah, the mind control. Yeah. Like they get infected with something, and then the ants just kind of like go on about their business. They there's do that, their will. There's that thing that that Paris and Parasect are based off of. The big, yeah. the big mold inside yeah. of the little crabs. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, mold is mold's crazy. Mold's wild. Par- mold, parasites mold are crazy. crazy. I mean, there. Yeah, there's that one where it go it it goes in the ants and then it like makes ants climb up things. The ants are just like, man, I love climbing. I would love to get to like the highest place I could possibly <laughs> get to. And then it goes up there, and then the mold bursts out of its head, and then mm-hmm. it goes everywhere and wants it to go higher up because it like. It has it a better chance better. of spreading. Yeah. yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> Nature's crazy. Nature's <laughs> all wild. These, all these Resident Evil games, they're just kind of like have a National Geographic in front of them. They're having a great time reading it. And that's where they come. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys heard of this Ebola thing? Like, <laughs> Dude, we can, yeah. <laughs> could you imagine if there was a zombie disease in it? That'd be crazy. Uh, uh, Ebola is named after a river, Fran. There's the Ebola River. Do you want to go to the Ebola River? Um, probably not. Yeah, that's why they don't name scary. diseases after places anymore. It's really mean. I'm sure it's a fine river. It's just where they thought Ebola came from, which it didn't. Insert <laughs> commentary about China virus. So remember how I said that the the connections were good boys and made neurotoxins in order sure. to destroy all the things they made? Well, good boys. Yeah, good boys. Ethan is wanting to do kill, that. Kill yeah. Evelyn. Yeah. He yeah. does not want Evelyn to be alive anymore. Is this after uh, he cures Mia? It, I mean. Or before? Like, is the uh, curing Mia part like the very end of the story? Yeah. So when you, when you cure Mia, that's when you get all this backstory to okay. how she got there in the first yeah. place. And then, right. and then that's, and then once she's cured and she's not, cause that's the thing. She was like, it's not a hundred percent mind control. It's sort of the like battle of wills mind control mm-hmm. with sure. the mold. So she was trying to get you to leave because she knew that Evelyn wanted to assimilate you. Yeah. But now that she's cured, she can come clean about the whole thing. She doesn't mm-hmm. have to fight the, the mental oppression of this old lady little girl. Yeah. And, right. and that's when she's like, there's a neurotoxin we can use to mm. kill to kill Evelyn. Right. Which so which will free everyone from the mold. Okay. So Ethan has realized that lies can ruin a relationship, but mm. just having a kid does not make it all better. Mm-hmm. Not in this case, and so he's gonna <laughs> abort her <Important lessons. laughs> with, with with toxin. Uh, and uh, Evelyn's kind of freaking out. She's mutating as they always do. Uh, she's kind of absorbing the house and becoming a huge mold person. Uh, Ew. And so things are not going great. Uh, they are unable to get the toxin together before Mia starts going fucking wild or Evelyn starts going fucking wild. So we need some sort of deus ex machina in order to get us out of this impossible situation. And what's that there in the sky in a a helicopter? Oh my God, Ethan, you're so close. (laughs) No, it's none other than blue umbrella, 
of course, being led by Chris Redfield coming down what? to save the day. Blue That's right. umbrella? Chris is here, and he's like, what? you two look like you could use a big-ass gun to blow up a giant mold girl. And they're like, yeah, Chris, yay! And so he does it. Which oh allows God. you the opening you need to inject Mia with the neurotoxin that Evelyn. kills her. Evelyn, with the neurotoxin <laughs> that kills her. Why did he why is it blue umbrella? Is he it Mary is Poppins or some shit? Like coming in? It's it's blue umbrella because let me uh, <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Why? It's a private it's a private military corporation of and course. they chose that because it's the opposite of the red hued <laughs> no. regular umbrella. No. It's like That's not how the color wheel works. It's like if right. an, it's like if Antifa named themselves the blue Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Do you remember? No. Uh <laughs> Do you remember when I said that Chris Redfield was working for the BSAA? Yes. Uh -huh. And yes. also when I said that Umbrella had a private military organization. Yes. Uh -huh. Well, when Umbrella was destroyed and dispersed, they still had a private military organization. And okay. some of some of the people in there did not like the fact that they were working for Umbrella. Like once it came to light, once what Umbrella was doing, because you remember, like Carlos worked for Umbrella. He didn't know that they were evil. He thought yeah. he was on the good guys team. So yeah. there were people. There were people in this private military group that was like, "Oh, we got tricked into being the bad guys. I hate that." So they decided that they wanted to create, they wanted to take the, the private military that they had uh -huh. and flip it to now fight against bioweapon monsters and research. And God. they needed someone with experience taking down Umbrella in order to help lead them. So who better than Chris Redfield, the man himself, decides to come down and retire from the BSAA, and now they're working with Blue Umbrella, and they are against everything that Old Umbrella was against. Oh, blue blue, um, blue Umbrella works for justice. <laughs> the color's the opposite. <laughs> the opposite of red is blue, oh and so they are, they are against Umbrella, it's, all right? I think it's worth noting here that this game is very scary. And <laughs> <laughs> this this is a very spooky game. You, this we is maybe a scary haven't game. we maybe haven't sold you on it, but this one was very scary, and it did a good job of frightening people. And they, they maybe <laughs> they maybe dropped the ball in the last couple minutes there with the whole. What if we did a color scheming based on your your alignment? But... Uh, uh, all right. <laughs> well, Chris showed up with Blue Umbrella. He helps Mia and Ethan defeat Evelyn. Uh, with a big gun. With a big gun. The big, big mold exploding gun. 
and it's happily ever after. He he uh takes them away in his helicopter and he says, I I, Chris Redfield, will help you, Ethan, become more epic than ever before. <laughs> hey, dot, hey dot, Ethan, dot. this this helicopter, this is actually the same one I shot a rocket at Wesker out of. Yeah. You I like kept, that reference? I kept it. We we wrestled in it and I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to get rid of it. Um uh, so I'm gonna circle back to the question of what the fuck was Ethan's job before? <laughs> because like matter, why would he dude. be recruited by Chris Redfield for this nonsense if well, he was a stay-at-home husband? I would just be a stay-at-home husband at that point. Fuck this. Now, like, now he's gone through uh he 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 went through this tr- this trial this ordeal and he came out he survived and do you want to do he, more of these like come well, on he's gotta he's gotta have the chutzpah you know he's he's you know you, you can't teach that kind it's, of yeah. kind of raw survivableness there is there is this weird kind of rule that goes throughout a lot of horror based uh stories that like once you fought horror once, like you're a you're a horror fighter now. I'm gonna yeah, do it people, again. You're one of the chosen. People like experience, so if you <laughs> if you survived it, then I don't know. You've got more. That's what they they're it's like. Better Leon, than most you of the are people a, in these situations, obviously. <laughs> Leon, I feel like you're that's a police survivor officer bias at this point. For but. <laughs> one day, do you want to be a secret agent because you survived <laughs> being like having zombies attack you? He's like, yeah. So. Ethan and Mia are great. Everything's great. Chris is here. They, they went through. Chris is there. He's holding the two of them like babies in his huge, beautiful arms. <laughs> uh, they are going to settle down a little bit after all this. It got a little hectic, a little crazy. Um, and so we are going to move now towards Resident Evil 8. Uh, the, the final of the games of the Resident Evil series so far. Uh, but uh, a short little aside about how some of the stuff shook out at the end of the last game. So um, the reason Chris was there is mm-hmm. because uh, Lucas... Well, Lucas was, you know, one of the sons that never really showed up. Uh, he also wanted out of the family the same way that Zoe did. Uh, and so he contacted the connections to uh, to come get him out of there, basically. Send someone to help me. I'm, it's, it's fucked up. <laughs> it's bad. How did he um, know about the shadow organization if the family just took in the people? Uh, because they because washed up on shore. I don't know because they figured it out. He seems like a he seems like an epic gamer. While the okay. two of them were uh, recovering in bed, as Mia was just saying in her sleep, she said, "The connections and their phone number is seven one two. Anyway, uh, he was leaking information to the connections about uh, what Evelyn was doing and all that other stuff. And Chris, who works for Blue Umbrella, was like. You need to stop that shit, little man. So he came to come fuck up Lucas. Uh, and then he didn't even know that uh, Ethan was there doing all this other stuff. 
Oh. Uh, and, and so he was he was just doing other blue umbrella things and Ethan happened to be there. Hmm. And that is how they made this initial connection was because Chris was trying to cut the connection that Lucas had to the connections in order to Good. further in order to further the blue umbrella cause of destroying uh. all bioweapons with mm-hmm. the conventional weapons uh-huh. usually. Okay. So, um, so there is a little epilogue where Chris goes and like fucks up Lucas pretty much. You can play as Chris. <laughs> And just uh, go the fuck resident. up the kid. And, and just Got go it. fuck up and fuck up. He's an adult child. We said that already. Okay. Um, but uh, but that is why that is why Chris and Ethan meet and are are on good working terms now. And Chris is like, you need to uh, retire to a nice little house in Europe. And also, I'm going to teach you how to be a cool secret agent in two years. Mm-hmm. The old Leon S. Kennedy treatment, <laughs> as we ah. call it. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, in the in, in the interim of Resident Evil Seven and Resident Evil Eight, uh, Chris teaches Ethan how to be an epic action hero, and um, they have a baby to fix their relationship because Chris they, and Ethan's little... relationship. <laughs> yeah, Chris and Ethan have a baby. No, Ethan and Mia have a baby because. Oh, what did I just they, say? They do. Yeah, you you literally did. But now they're like, you know, things are better now. Ethan's an action hero. Mia is not in this spooky mansion anymore. Uh, it's and the all, connections just let her leave. I'm sure that's what happened. All good. Well, they probably thought that she was dead i mean oh, i guess the they wouldn't have thought that because yeah i mean lucas was there feeding them information but then I chris mean, kicks his ass before he can feed them too much information so i don't know Let, let's call it let's call it square they're under okay. the protection of blue umbrella now and nobody <laughs> fucks with blue umbrella uh Apparently. i did I did think that it was going to end up being that blue umbrella was umbrella evil. all along. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it kind of is weird, right? <laughs> well, all right. So we start off resident evil eight and we get a cool little cutscene That's like that one part in Harry Potter where they're talking about the deathly hollows. It's like a storybook oh, yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Cute. Uh, um, well, we are given that treatment, uh, but this time it is about, a a mystical village in Europe. Okay. Uh, what, and in this village, there's a little girl, and she's uh, traveling through the woods as little girls do in fairy tales, and she comes mm-hmm. across these four different creatures, and she's like, I'm scared and alone, and the creatures are like, here, take this thing from me, and okay. it will help you on your journey. Yep. Uh, but then when she gets to the last creature, uh, she takes the thing instead of being given it to it, and then mm. all the four creatures turn on her and mm. like devour her. Um, uh, classic so, fairy you know, tale. Classic fairy I mean, tale. Yeah, it is teaching good manners, exactly or death. And and Ethan is like, uh, Mia, that's kind of a hardcore story to tell a little baby. And she's like, No, nah, it's cool. Uh, so they are taking care of their baby, and they've got a a very nice home. Definitely fixed. Yeah, yeah on the same page a, for values, yeah. for sure, listen, of how to raise their listen, daughter. You don't have to be perfect. It's just got to work, okay? We're just kids having kids out there. Well, they uh, they sit down for some borched or whatever the fuck. Mia's making like a stew. And then, uh, 
and then you hear a bunch of noise outside, and uh-oh, your entire house gets completely shot up, just like through the wall, mm. just like gah, 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 gah. I remember watching and, this when you played and, it. And uh, Mia is just- slash cooking with spices. That's true. Uh, we play all sorts of games there, uh, not just horror games. Uh, but <laughs> Mia does just get absolutely filled with bullets. Uh, but Ethan, using his action hero time, like gets under a table or something and doesn't get shot full of bullets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so Mia is dead. She's been pelted with bullets. And then a bunch of agents run upstairs and grab the baby, uh, who is known as a Rosemary Winters. Okay. And uh, and then Ethan baby is napping? like, I'll, uh, yeah, the baby was asleep. I mean, there was a lot of gunfire, so maybe not anymore. Uh, but Ethan is like, how dare you? I'm a cool action hero. I'll kill you. And he gets up. And who is at the door that's been blown open with explosive? It's none other than Chris Redfield. Oh. And he takes he takes the baby and he's like, "Sorry, Ethan, this is for your own good." And then the couldn't have explained. And why. then the the agents uh, tie up Ethan and put him into a truck and then ship him off. Chris, you know me. You know I have problems with people close to me not telling me the truth. Um, I feel that one maybe Chris and Ethan should have had a baby to help repair their relationship. <laughs> not physically possible. To, I mean, they could have adopted uh, their I miscommunication uh, issues because I feel like Chris probably could have just taken the time to explain to Ethan like why they just murdered his wife and kidnapped mm-hmm. his baby. There's no time, friend. There's we need to no keep- They just threw him in a truck. Chris, hang no. out in the dark <laughs> truck with a blindfolded Ethan and they'll have a great time. No. I, I think it's worth noting, like I said before, Resident Evil 7 was a scary game, like no matter how it came off when we were describing it. Yeah. And they actually got feedback that the game was a little it's too scary. Too scary. Yeah, they, mm. People thought it was too scary. <laughs> and it was so, it was closer like Silent Hill scary. It's and too people were like, oh, it's too much. Yeah. yeah. So they so, made it more action-y. Yeah, this one is is we're getting back a little bit of that action game this uh, one, this stuff one, to it. This one definitely feels a lot more like Resident Evil 4. Okay. So they yeah, kind of like one... dialed the meter back because like yeah. original games were like in the middle. Right. And then it they, got yeah, real they... action-y. And yeah, they went all like, the oh, way shit. to Resident Evil 6. They were, they were like, that's too far. But then they, they went, went too far in the here. scary direction. So now oh. we're trying to find, you'll have scary things, but you also will slap a large woman's ass with a uh, no. ice water. Oh. So. Mm, uh, is that one. action? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Well, uh the car that Ethan is getting transported in, it's like a, a paddy wagon, uh, does do a crash, and Ethan oh, comes of out. Of course. Ethan falls out of it and survives, but during the crash, I guess he hits his head really hard and does a remember. Uh, he is receiving a phone call from the doctor, who's like, hey, Ethan, this is the doctor. Um, I would like to talk to you about your, your daughter's medical charts now that we've studied them uh so you know just uh give us a call back because uh, <laughs> uh we really want to talk to you about your daughter uh she is very strange um oh well he he remembers this while he's uh surviving a car crash okay uh, and is it, is it now he's in now he is in no i mean he's in the middle of the forest he crashed oh, okay. his car 
Um, but he's in the middle of a forest and he needs to survive, but he's, he's relying on all of the survival instincts he has as a cool special agent now. Uh, and so he is able to make his way through the woods and find a small village, a Resident Evil village. That's the name of the game. It's not actually called Resident Evil 8. It's called Resident Evil Village, but the 8 is Roman numerals inside of the village. It's V-I-I-I. That's right, friend. Lowercase L, lowercase L. V-I and then the the vertical parts of the two L's is actually how it's. Does he have a freaking left hand still? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it grew back. Still just, it's just it, they there. reattached it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but like, is it like, is it still Frankenstein attached or is it just no, like no, no, it's just now it's just regular just hand. hand. Okay. He just has a good hand. Okay. Uh, I think he still uses the Fitbit though because that serves as like your your health meter. Mm. It, like Again, shows you it shows you scary. how healthy you are. It's pretty scary. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, Yes, he gets to the village, and this village is not filled with zombies uh, or parasites because that would be boring. We've done that before. Mm -hmm. This European village is filled with werewolves, uh, or as they're later to be revealed as, lichens, which I don't know why that's... Lycanthropes or lycanthropes or whatever? Well, yeah, they just call them lichens, but yes, like a lycanthrope, which is a werewolf. Which is a werewolf, Yeah, yeah. That just That is the thing you said. Yeah, so they are called lichens in this game, uh, and this village is chock full of them. Well, it looks like it's tough cookies for Ethan. Uh, well, he escapes. Uh, it's it's pretty. It's been weird. He keeps kind of, he keeps kind of escaping, and maybe when he shouldn't. But uh, he fights his way through the the lichens, and then when it looks like they're they're gonna kill him, they all like retreat. Uh, yeah, and and, uh, and that's all very strange. Well, Ethan does a little investigative research in this village. Uh, he finds some people who are not lichens, uh, but who are very scared of them, as they probably Fair. would be. Yeah. Apparently, there is a woman who is in charge of the village. She runs almost a sort of cult, if you will. Uh, and oh, more cults. It, in this village, uh, it is run by a Mother Miranda. Oh. And she wants... Matriarchy. A, yeah. She wants a baby uh, and has decided that Ethan's baby is a good baby to have. Uh, and so it turns out that she was the one who orchestrated the crash that allowed her to steal Ethan's bebe. Uh, oh, which also released, the baby was which, in the same truck as Ethan. Uh, I don't think I think they were in different trucks, but it was like a caravan situation. Oh. So she she so had Chris them all should crash be too, right? Uh, you would think, but he is not. Um, but he okay. uh, he, re- he, <laughs> he realized only goes by helicopter anyway. Only goes by helicopter. He, he, that's true. <laughs> he realizes that Mother Miranda wants his baby and now has her, and so he needs to get his baby back. This is a story about Ethan trying to retrieve his baby. Um, but the village has a lot going on. There's a lot of dynamics, as I said. Mother Miranda is there. Uh, the village is also founded by four founding houses. Um, there is the House Dimistru, 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 the one, 
the one with the big mommy, big mommy vampire. Uh, that is the vampire one. Uh, mm -hmm. There is the Beneviento house, which has Donna Beneviento, who is a, a puppeteer, creepy dolls kind of thing. Um, there is a Salvatore Moro, uh, who is a fish man. He's a man who is also a fish. Okay. Uh, and, and there's Carl Heisenberg, who seems to have the ability to control metal, like uh. Like uh, Magneto. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, he's a cool. House. He's pretty epic. Yeah. Uh, that we don't we don't do the scary stuff. We're just we do cool metal tricks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he like throws saws at you, but they're just like the saw blades, you know. Yeah. Pretty cool. Okay. Okay. Anyway, he gets caught. <laughs> he gets caught. Uh, of course, and the four houses are like. What are we going to do with him? And they're like, Heisenberg, you caught him, you get him. And so he throws him into like a hole with a bunch of like saw traps, but mm -hmm. like literal saw traps this time, not like the movie oh, saw. Okay. And, and Ethan uses his cool secret agent abilities to get out. Uh, and all of this is just a big way to get him to the big castle that is on, on top of the village hill because... Uh, this game takes place in this big castle now, and this castle is controlled by Le the the Dimestru house. Dimitrescu. Uh, just, just say like Dimescro or something. It's just... And she is a vampire mommy, and she has a lot of hot vampire ladies, uh, uh, normal size ladies as well. There are a bunch of sexy girl vampires in this mansion, and it mm -hmm. kind of rules, actually. So this is how they uh, made the game less spooky. They made it more sexy. Hell yeah, spooky and sexy. Fear boners are the most. Uh, <laughs> like, that's the highest. That's the highest <laughs> honor I can give to a thing. I'm so lost. Like, how are you lost? You're in a castle. There's four <laughs> houses. And there's sexy have, vampires. Have the vampires? They've always been vampires. They've just always been there. What? Like, there, there's uh, werewolves and vampires and a guy who can control metal, Ethan. It's spooky and a, and it's a fish scary. man. And a fish Why man. You, and a fish man. Why do you have so, to analyze everything? I'm just so un unrelated to all of the bioweapon zombie stuff that has been going on. There has been like a dark cult of vampires like throughout human history. Vampires, puppeteers, fishmen, and magneto metal bending people. And lycanthropes. And lycans, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've accepted. I don't get. This I, don't, at this point. I don't get. Yeah, I don't know. Fran's Fran's so, here. Fran's usually the one. Fran's usually the one who he's like, wait, wait, wait. wait. Now you so, are gonna be like. So Chris Redfield made Blue, Blue Umbrella, umbrella. which yeah. is umbrella but good, so they're a different color. And his objective was to destroy zombies who are bioweapons created by corporations. Mm -hmm. But then, unbeknownst to him. He's basically got in the horror monster fighting business, which he thought was a human creation, but they're like, no, actually, there are the regular kind of monsters, what from movies and such, and you do now also need to fight those. To be you fair, not, Chris is not involved. It's just Ethan. You are, well, he is involved. He was there, and he tried but, to take a baby. 
No, but he isn't th- fighting like vampires. He doesn't know about the vampires and stuff yet. Obviously, he's not here fighting. Them, I mean, presumably so. he does, and that's why he went to get the baby. You guys but are not ready for what this game is going <laughs> to be. He's not actively fighting them, so he's obviously not concerned about like trying to kill the vampires, right? He's not turning into Van Helsing or anything. You guys so. are walking all over my reveal of the best character of this game, who is Chris the Redfield? Duke. Oh. No, the Duke, Fran. <laughs> he goes, oh, I'm a portly man in a cart. What can I sell to you, you little scamp? You. <laughs> I like uh, that. The Duke is there. He is he is your what are you selling, what are you buying character. Uh-huh. What, does he belong to one of the four houses? Or is he just uh, kind of there? He, 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 belongs, he belongs to the shopkeep guild. He does not seem to be involved with the four houses. In fact, he's, he's, trying, he's trying to help you along. He's selling you items. He's telling you uh, things. I mean, he's providing exposition, like the fact that your baby is in the castle, he says. So you must go get the baby. Uh, go get Rosemary's baby. And uh, you say, oh, cool. Thank you, the Duke. I mm-hmm. found some coins on some of the lichens. Would you, you like to trade that for like a silencer on my pistol? And he's like, yes, of course. Yes, I love That's this. exactly what I want. <laughs> but uh, he goes through the castle. And uh, as you would expect, you get uh, kidnapped by the vampire. You get you get like trapped like a thousand times in this mm-hmm. fucking game, and then escape every time. Don't the uh, vampire I, women want to consume him? Yeah, they do. Oh mm-hmm. damn! Uh, but uh, <laughs> they put they do the thing where they put like hooks through the, through his hands, Ugh, and then like yeah. hang him up. Ew. And then he he escapes by just like tearing his hands off of the thing because he's Ethan and he is that's just how he escapes from things is just by cutting his hands off and then like putting a little goo on it so that it will <laughs> heal up kind of thing uh that's he's fine Ethan. he's Ethan I, I don't relate to that part of being Ethan <laughs> you, well, don't you haven't just found the goo right, on your hands yeah you haven't found the right like liquid you gotta, find, you gotta try different goo yeah exactly mm-hmm. um so don't stop using they, the white stuff um Ethan Ethan goes through the mansion and he uh, kills all the vampires. He fucking blows them up with oh. uh, guns and stuff. Uh, the the lady Demistru turns into like a dragon, like a she morphs into a big dragon, and then An you have to kill dragon. Is this a sick Dracula reference? Um, it's Does Dracula turn into a dragon. He's, his his name, name is Dracula. It means Does dragon. It- that doesn't mean he turns into a dragon. Okay. No, but well, that's why it's a reference. It's, it's a reference. Oh. Well, oh. <laughs> uh, it, it's more like a horror monster, like a Cronenberg monster with a big toothy mouth. That's kind of where her fanuter would be if her fanuter was on a dragon. That doesn't oh. sound like a dragon. <laughs> well, I'm she's saying. got wings and she's flying how, around. Okay. How hot is this? I'd do it. <laughs> Uh, in any case, he kills all of the vampires. Great job. Good, good, good. Um, for sure, for sure, for realsies, right? Like for sure, he's dead. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. For sure, he's uh, yeah. dead. Never coming no, she, back. No, she's dead. Uh, oh, okay. But they, uh, a- after he kills the vampire ladies, he gets a flask, and he looks inside of this flask as one does when they receive a flask, and it seems as though this flask contains the head of his child. Oh. Uh, Rosemary's head, in fact, and he goes, That's not good. 
Oh, shit. Uh, so they cut his baby up, and he found the head portion. Ew. Fear not, says the duke. I'm here as I'm here again to give more exposition. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. Duke. E- Ethan. You- Ethan, don't you uh, don't you see? You must go to each of the four houses, for they each have a flask containing a piece of your baby. Oh god. Get all four flasks from the four house leaders, and you can reassemble your baby and have your baby back. No. Baby what? back, baby back. Okay, no, so no, here's my guess. Not the time, Duke. Not the it time. goes head, torso, oh. arms, and legs. Is that the four parts? Probably. I didn't actually okay. look them up. It just said that they split her up into four pieces. Ew, gross. Ah. So, uh, you've got the head. But now you have to go around and get all the other pieces of your baby. Uh, so you do Gross. so. Uh, you are going around, and you're gonna kill these these house leaders that we've already introduced. And mm-hmm. Chris is here! Yay! Oh, Chris does show up. Chris is here, and you're like, uh, Chris, what the fuck, dude? Um, oh, I, yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> right yeah, now. that's a good question. Well, Does Chris, Chris answer? He goes like, Chris, "There's no time." <laughs> Chris will explain a little bit. He really needs to work on his okay. communication skills. Within within the Blue Umbrella organization, there is another smaller group called the Hound Wolf Squad, of which Chris is a part of, obviously. God fucking damn it. <laughs> and these, these elite rangers are, they go a little against the book every once in a while, and they do what needs to be done. That's what they are all about. Like murdering... Like murdering wives and stealing babies. That's a thing that they have to do sometimes. All right. So two things. One, they're literally part of the secret paramilitary umbrella, like army. The blue umbrella. They're blue umbrella. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying that's made from from the other secret organization army. They're already part of the secret group that does whatever it takes. Like. They have a secret group within the secret group yeah, that, that does, does whatever it takes, <laughs> takes. It sounds yes. like Blue Umbrella had and a little too much bureaucracy and red tape. Mm-hmm, with exactly. All the puzzles and like. D- the right. secret paramilitary had too much red tape? Fran gets it. All right. Blue tape. Well, wait, 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 no, 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 no. Question two. Still, why, why did he have to kill the. Why couldn't he just come take the baby? There was no time to explain. That's actually the there was, reason. There was no time to not shoot his wife. You see, <laughs> Lady Mother Miranda was coming for the baby, and Chris Redfield needed to act. And so he did he did what Chris Redfield does. He acts, okay? He doesn't okay. sit around calling Ethan ahead of time and being like, hey, we're gonna take your baby. No, he says, I gotta go now. And he does it. Okay? And he didn't want Mother Miranda to get the wiser, which is why it had to be a sneak attack, even though it didn't matter because she did find them anyway. Uh-huh. And All why right? did he have to shoot Ethan's wife? I don't know. He didn't like her. <laughs> She's kind of a bitch. I don't know what to tell you. She worked she for did, the connection. She, she did guess. try to kill. Yeah, she worked for the connection. She tried to kill Ethan that one time. All right. All right. Sure. Yeah, she's getting, like... Chris no longer has this very important relationship with Wesker, and he's just kind of looking for something new. I'm says, just going to point listen out. To me. He goes, listen to me, Ethan. I'm, I'm going to be Chris. You're going to be Ethan. I know. Like, hard <laughs> okay. role play, right? Okay. 
Listen to me, Ethan. Yeah. Mother Mother Miranda is doing mold research here. You remember okay. mold research? You saw yeah, some. Yeah, yeah, I did. So I, I came I came here cuz don't you don't you see Mia? She was a mold person. Remember when she had mold in her? Yeah, but you fixed her. Yeah. Yeah, but she still she still had some mold in her. Don't you understand? And your baby, it's got all sorts of mold stuff about her. Ew. And Mother Miranda wants that mold baby. And I had to I had to stop her. I had to stop her from getting the mold baby. Why didn't you bring this up in the two years of training in brotherly combat to become super guys? <laughs> because together? I didn't want you to get distracted. Women and babies, they're distracting from you- from training. You I made a baby with her. That's yeah. you couldn't tell me you didn't tell me before. I thought, I got I thought you would know, Ethan. She was a mold person. I thought you knew. <laughs> this was this has been beautiful to watch. You I'll came say. you came to the baby shower. It was <laughs> Yeah, and I brought I brought you antifungals and and mothballs. <laughs> I thought you I, got the hint. <laughs> I did think that was weird. All right. Chris is with Mia. Who is like, you never shot and killed me. What are you talking about? Because as Chris reveals, he says, Mia, you don't understand. I know that you were imprisoned by Miranda because actually Miranda made a mold clone of Mia and then used the mold clone to inhabit Ethan's house in order to steal the baby without Ethan being any of the wiser. But I, Chris Redfield, figured this out long ago. So I went to your <laughs> I went to your house and I killed the Mia clone that was made from Miranda mold. And I took your baby before Miranda could take your baby and I made sure that Ethan was protected and that I didn't shoot him. I only shot the Miranda mold. I feel so foolish for ever doubting Chris Redfield. You absolutely should. And all of the monsters here, all the vampires and and werewolves and bullshit, that's all mold. It's all part of the Miranda mold. Wait, the lichens are also mold? Yeah. Yes, it's mold, Fran. They're they're just lame, so they don't get a house to themselves, but they're mold. Specifically, the lichens are, I guess, what happens when you inject babies with mold and they don't turn into house leaders they sometimes they werewolves. just turn into mindless werewolves okay that's but not that's zombies the, nope just werewolves okay there are no zombies here fran okay we're in mold country okay all right and so ethan was none the wiser to this miranda plot but chris knew and didn't have time to explain because if he explained <laughs> miranda was already there she was in the house, so he had to kill her. As mold. As a mold, as a mold clone of Mia. Okay. Every time you describe Chris Redfield's thought process, I feel like we're in like a group therapy and he's really close to understanding himself but just refuses to. <laughs> As, well, I didn't want to explain my feelings because there was no time to explain. It was right. just I I couldn't. <laughs> Got to do a baby reconstructing ritual, obviously. We do an alchemy? Uh, kinda. Uh, you're doing mold alchemy. It's all science, Fran, but it uh-huh. is mold-based science. And mold-based okay. science, as all scientists know, is a little bit different than normal conventional sure. science. Sure. Uh, so uh, you, get all, <laughs> you get all your baby parts back, and the person who tells you about all of this baby combining ritual stuff is Heisenberg, who's oh. the last boss that you fight. The metal guy. And 
he doesn't you don't actually he's he's actually kind of like uh i want you to put this baby back together this baby back baby back baby back Oh, uh, and so and silly. so here's here's your last baby baby parts the like i don't know the in, innards maybe or the how, the feet, how feet kind of hands. heisenberg question mark and, and tells him to go do this this ritual okay. um, why 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 does heisenberg want to do that i thought maybe he, was he just really Miranda. wasn't about it well, I mean, he's one of the four houses, but that doesn't mean he's like enthusiastically going along with everything. Well, what are the four houses, Fran? Well, you Vampires, see. Vampires, puppets, fishmen, and magnetos. Everything is science, Fran. Nothing here is mystical bullshit. It's all just mold science. And you see Mother Miranda. With the rituals? Mother Miranda is a mold researcher. Specifically, she wants to make bioweapons with mold hmm? and so she researching her mold research needed children to do experiments on because she wanted to inject them with mold and give them superpowers that were entirely mm-hmm. mold based not vampire based or whatever so she invented the four house leaders which were children that she stole and she just sort of kept injecting children with mold until they got superpowers and didn't die. Because, you know, usually they die. Uh-huh. Um, and so all of the house leaders were once regular children, but they got molded and became spooky fishmen and vampires. And in Heisenberg's case, I guess he got metal bending. And he resents her for that for some reason, getting superpowers, and okay. is like, "I want you to get revenge on Mother Miranda because she she stole me as a child from my family, from the village, no less." Uh, I think that's and, maybe what he's more upset about. And <laughs> so, and did research on me, and I will give you the part of your baby. And she's afraid of of Rose, your your baby. And that's why she she tore them apart into many pieces oh, because if if your if your baby were to challenge her, your baby would win because your oh, baby what? is a what? mold baby and she has mold powers and her mold beats uh, Rose's mold. I guess it beats Miranda's mold, and so she doesn't like okay. that. She she split up your baby. Is this like that's a prophecy actually, situation? Oh. Of all of these things, that's the thing I'm most on board with, because her mold does come from the fifth house, the mind control mold house, mm-hmm. which seems you're, like the best mold house. You're getting, you're getting it, Ethan. This baby oh. is a special baby. So we're assuming made... all this mold is the same mold. Well, because of how mold works, Fran, it reproduces, right? It spreads yeah. itself. And this, the the mold that Rose has inside of her is based off of the Evelyn mold, the mind yeah. control mold that made its way to Louisiana. Uh-huh. And so this mold is different from the mold that's here in, in Europe. And so Mother Miranda is afraid that, that Rose's mold will defeat her. Okay. How did, okay, sure, sure. So. Uh, you, you reassemble your baby and immediately Mother Miranda comes back and is like, hmm, you, uh, brought the baby back together and you killed all my four house leaders except Heisenberg, but he's a traitor now, so fuck him, he's dead to me. Uh, I'm gonna take your baby and I'm gonna do a murder on you. See ya, Ethan. And she does that. Chris is, Chris is revealing all of this to Mia, who he is breaking out. She has been captured and has been stored in a part of the castle that you uh, have not explored yet. Conveniently, yeah. 
And as he's explaining all the things that he had to do to save Ethan and and try and save their baby, Mia's like, you don't understand, Chris Redfield. It is not my mold powers that Miranda wants. It's Ethan's mold powers. Don't you see? Do you guys remember at the beginning of the last game when you How were looking for your wife? And he got his hand cut off and then he became unconscious for a while. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you see, it would seem that Ethan perished during that encounter with his wife who was uh-huh. mind-controlled to kill him and then infect him with mold. Uh-huh. But the mold has a funny way of bringing people back to life, usually oh when God. they die. So Ethan's and been dead the whole time. Ethan died at the beginning of the last game, but he became a powerful mold person who used his powerful mold seed to impregnate his powerful mold wife with a powerful mold baby. Oh, so the baby has like regenerative because like he just keeps being okay. The baby, Ethan rips his hands off of hooks to free himself and And gets impaled and he's fine every time he's a mold person Fran he's regenerating the baby baby not only has mind control mold powers but also regenerative mold powers that's right that is a dangerous baby isn't it Mia was impregnated by one big mold man and created a beautiful mold child that had Powers that could rival that of Mother Miranda. Powers that she thought were coming from Mia, but were actually coming from Ethan. So she Mm. thought she killed him, but she did not. Ethan survived as a mold person. Mm. Well, Chris is like, oh, so Ethan is alive and my boy needs me. So he gives him a tank. In this part of the game, in this part of the game, you get a tank. No. Yes. Uh, he uses the tank to kill Heisenberg. I don't know why I put that in the notes, but he does that. So but I Heisenberg thought Heisenberg was like down for the sickness here. Yeah, I don't know. You can't. He's still a monster. Whatever. Uh, he, he does that antagonistic thing where he's like, well, you're my enemy, but Miranda's also my enemy. So, you know, I thought that you were dead, but you're a mold person. That's pretty scary to me. Uh, it doesn't matter. All of the house leaders are dead, and only Mother Miranda m- m- remains. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, Evelyn, the the little experiment that overtook the people, the Bayou people. Yeah. Uh huh. She Mia's research. Right. Well, her research was incomplete. It was not yet successful at what it was trying to do. It was a, it was a in progress mold, mm-hmm. and it needed more work. Apparently, what it needed was to take over the body of a boy, and then to have that boy fuck a girl, and then make <laughs> and then make a mold baby, because uh-huh. that's how science works. Because. Rosemary is the completed form of Evelyn, a natural okay. organic being that has become completely entwined with the mold. And this is something that, you know, Miranda knows all of this. She's a mold researcher. She can tell <laughs> mm-hmm. that this, <laughs> this Rosemary baby is truly the completed version of the mold research. 
But who started the mold research? We flash back even further to Miranda, a younger Miranda. Oh she is she's a scientist who's of course working, she is. <laughs> who's working on mold research, and she has a daughter called Eveline. Mm. And her daughter, her daughter tragically dies to the Spanish flu. Not weird mold stuff, just regular human disease. And she wanted desperately to get her daughter back or to cure her daughter. So frantically, she did all this research to, uh, to try and, and bring her daughter back because there is a legend in the part of Europe where she is, a legend of a black god that could bring people back to life even with all of their thoughts and memories completely intact. Well, the black god turns out to be a big mass of black mold that existed underground. And the mold had the ability to assimilate people and when it assimilates you, it gains all of your memories and it gains all of your knowledges and your physical form. And then you become part of the mold. And then the mold can reassemble you using mold. And if you die, the mold can reform your physical form and can bring you back to life. The research that Miranda was doing was to try and basically remake her daughter, mm-hmm. Eveline. And so she makes a new daughter called Evelyn, mm. who is made of mold. Mm-hmm. And then this mold is experimented on and grows up into the young girl, Evelyn, which is brought over to America. And all of that Resident Evil 7 stuff happened. And she made a new mold colony in the bayou underneath the Baker house. And then that mold evolved in that form and Mm -hmm. inhabited Ethan. Mm -hmm. And now Ethan is infected with that mold. So that mold went through many steps to get to Ethan. Okay. And then eventually Rosemary. And so, because they had a baby, mold is genetic, apparently, and now the baby has mold inside of it, which Mm -hmm. explains, question mark, why they can cut it into four parts and then Mm -hmm. recover the four parts and put it back together. Is that the the reasoning here? Okay. Yep. Uh, Great. Mm -hmm. But he is part of the mold. He's a mold man. Okay. And he never cured himself, unlike unlike Mia, who did Mm -hmm. get the cure. Uh, so Mia's not a mold person anymore. It's just Ethan. Mm-hmm. And now Rosemary. Okay. Also, <laughs> also, this is a Resident Evil game. Uh-huh. So, so Ada Wong shows up. We haven't seen her in so long. They, when, when Ethan is learning more about Miranda by fusing with the mold, yeah. he sees her original, like, when she's doing all this research. And there's a man there who's like, you could use this kind of research to make a cool no. new world order. And she's no. like, Who is it? she's like, <laughs> she's like, Spencer, I only care Spencer. about br- bringing my daughter back. I don't care about new world orders. And he's like, 
well, thanks for teaching me all about mind control and stuff like that using mold, but I think this could be a lot more successful if we used West African viruses. Anyway, I'm going to rip off your logo and use that for the Umbrella Corporation logo because the Four Houses logo looks very similar to the Umbrella logo, which Ethan mm. notices at one point, and he's like, is this Umbrella Corporation? <laughs> <laughs> So there's a fake out for a while that the Umbrella Corporation is doing this again. Uh, but actually, Spencer just ripped off their logo to make the Umbrella Corporation logo because Miranda's the one who taught him to use uh, natural stuff to do mind control and to make monsters and such. Mm. Classic white man using the work of women. Isn't that, isn't that cool? <laughs> I... I guess it really is just a small world, you know? <laughs> I mean, like... how big is the bioweapon world? You know? Like... So I think, I think it's Earth-sized, if I understand correctly. <laughs> so, but, you know, it's you got, you got just this cult is over here doing mold stuff, and then a three-hour drive west of here, there's a different doing cult. Parasite that, stuff. <laughs> doing parasite stuff. Doing parasite mind control stuff, yeah. yeah. Then you got the flower down in Africa. You yeah, know. yeah. You take a little boat ride south. There's the flower mm -hmm, thing, mm -hmm. and then in America, then of course, we've we've corporatized it. And yeah. it's Ebola. Right. So Ethan's an idiot, and he does not yeah, realize I he's. I feel like it right now. <laughs> Ethan's an idiot and doesn't realize he's a mold person. But when his consciousness fuses back with the black god, he talks to Evelyn, uh -huh. uh, the the person who gave him mold, who's okay. telling him all this stuff. She's like, "Yo." You've got mold powers, and so does Rosemary. And uh, I am—I exist in her kinda, but in a okay. in the perfect cool way. Okay. Um, <laughs> and and he's like, "Oh shit, I gotta go save my baby." Then, and the Duke coming in clutch is able to reform him from the black mold. He's a mysterious character. I don't know how he does it. Don't ask me how he does it. He just knows things about the mold. Whatever Shop the Duke is, the, always have special powers. The Duke is the one who pulls you back out of the mold, but your body is failing. You are a one hundred percent mold man, oh, and okay. you have you've regenerated too many times, and mm. you cannot hold your physical form. But you now know about the Black God, and its effect on people, and the fact that it contains the consciousness of everyone that is connected to and kind of has a consciousness of it of its own now, like a hive mind thing going on and all of that stuff. So you're just going to try and save Rose as a mold mm -hmm. person now. Mm -hmm. um, so Miranda is trying to absorb Rose because Ew. she's a mold person too. And the mold wants Rose inside of it so Ooh. it can assimilate her. Okay. Uh, but Ethan is able to stop it. And during this, uh, Chris shows up again. Hey, hey Chris, Chris, I'm back. Chris, With I'm Mia? a mold. Chris, I'm a yeah. Mia's there too. He's Chris. I'm a mold person. I'm made of mold. And he's like, yeah, Mia told me about that. Uh, so, like, oh my god, she's still keeping secrets from uh, me. Uh, he's like, there's mold everywhere, man. And he's like, listen, Chris, I saw a big black like nucleus of mold that is where the mold comes from and he's like hmm i do have like a thermonuclear bomb we could use 
And he's there like, that's yes, Chris. If you blow up the 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 mold, the mold will go away. And he's uh, like, but Ethan, sure. he he's like, Ethan, your mold. And he's like, uh, I will I will not be able to to survive, Chris. We must blow up the mold. And then Ethan is is fighting Miranda, who turns into Mold Randa, and she's just a big mold monster. And Ethan is the only thing that can stop her because he's also made of mold. And uh, Ethan gives Rose to Chris and Mia and is like, I will go blow up the detonator because something happened and it didn't work remotely like sure. always happens of when course. you have a nuke and yeah. I have to go blow uh-huh. up the mold uh-huh. and mm-hmm. Chris is like alright I will take your wife and daughter and put them in the helicopter that I do have at all times <laughs> and we will, fly, we will fly away okay. and then and, and he goes alright then I can do a cool self destruct and kill Moldranda for real and he blows up the black god and all the castle crumbles in on itself, and the three of the survivors fly away, and Rosemary is safe. She has been protected, and uh, and she's left with Mia to, to raise her, and Ethan has nobly sacrificed himself to take down the mold people, the, the woman who inspired Spencer to do all of his research at the very beginning of all of it. Mm-hmm. And that is the end of Resident Evil 8. Or is it? Because we do get a quick epilogue where there's, oh. where there's a young woman and she is with a young man and she says, why are you guys always up on my dick about stuff? And they're like, <laughs> they're like, you know, we can't let you run around without supervision. And oh. she's like, you know that I could kill you if I released even 5% of my power. And he goes, oh, 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 get in the car, girl. We don't have time for your little games. And then he goes into his headset and he's like, stand down. And then all of the snipers that are around them are like, all right, we won't shoot her. And this is young Rosemary Winters. She's grown up into a young woman, but she's got all of these guards around her. And she seems to be the nexus of some sort of group that is experimenting on and with her. And, uh, we are most undoubtedly going to be playing as her in some new Resident Evil game eventually. Mm. But for now, we have Rosemary Winters. She's all grown up, and she's got some mold juice powers inside of her. What they are, only time can tell. That was... That made that gave me flashbacks to Resident Evil Six. That was something. What are you talking about? That's awesome. It's the um, mold, Ethan. The mold. My concern is that <laughs> I understand that they're trying to read it all in science or whatever, mm-hmm. but I fear that they're science. taking the series into just like a super fantastical direction. Almost. I I like that there's vampires and werewolves in the series. <laughs> but they're not. Though. No, they're not werewolves. Fun. They're lichens. Yeah, exactly. Who gives a shit? I don't like, know. It's I just mold based, Fran. 
Yeah, but like the whole thing is like you're a person playing usually who's just like, ah, oh, fuck, shit. I can't, down. I can't believe you guys aren't so fucking psyched to have mold powers against tyrant <laughs> virus monsters. Are you kidding me? That's gonna be epic, dude. <laughs> I feel it's like be so the power sweet. scaling. It's be so, yeah, like what is what's stronger? Is it mold or is it virus or is it parasite? What if someone gets all three, Ethan? What's gonna happen then? You don't yeah, know. I'm I'm definitely waiting for the fungus? part where they they explain Mums. that actually the mold is something that grows on the flowers from Africa, which is why the flowers from Africa do their thing. But actually, when you put it together Ethan, with a parasite and Ebola. That's smart. That's so smart. <laughs> that's good. Even what actually, other? Ethan actually works for them. Uh, uh, mold is fungus. Well, oh, Ethan, let's, you know, we've, we've had a long journey. I'm sure there's some questions you might have, but what are you most excited for? of Resident Evil 9, a thing that will most certainly exist one day. I mean, I'm just excited because I thought I was going to sound so stupid when I talked about Dead Space next week, but now I just realize contextually I'm it's, I'm going to make so much sense. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Fran, would you accept the mold? Would you become one oh, with God, the mold? No. no what? You, you get to live forever. Whatever. No. That sounds gross. <laughs> No. Fran, you don't <laughs> understand don't. the mold, but I'll tell you who does understand the mold, our beautiful listeners who have been with us the whole way, and I'm sure we're never lost once. Thank you guys for listening to our spooky Resident Evil series. We have one more episode in our month of spookiness that we're going to bring to you guys, uh, which will not be Resident Evil. Uh, it'll be fun, scary even. Uh, but for now, we're going to close this one out. We do want to thank you all for watching, and we want to thank Gail Kitsune for all of the channel artwork, and we want to thank Apajo for the songs, the songs that will never leave my head. They play constantly in my brain. Hopefully they play constantly in your brains, too. Remember to like us, subscribe us, tell all your friends and family, convert them, become one great hive mind that is combined by your love for mold and for us. And while you're doing that, make sure that you follow us at Spices With. Make sure you check out twitch.tv slash cookingwithspices for all of our streams, the content. Oh, so much YouTube content. We play video games. We do lots of stuff. We're funny. Tell us we're funny, please. We're funny. Anyway. I've been CJ. And I've been Fran. And so does a hive mind, does that count as just one view? No, <laughs> watch it on multiple <laughs> devices. But yeah, if you all want to watch it once and then, you know, you all know it collectively, that's fine too.